0: Welcome to Podcast 340 of 5 Star Potential, your weekly football manager podcast. I'm Duke, and on this week's pod, I'm joined by Paul, aka Mad FM. Dave, aka I finally won a trophy as a party, and making his long-awaited return to the 5 Star Potential podcast. It's the one, the only, the man, the myth... The legend, T, oh, sorry, Curti FM, Ooh, hello. That would, have been, that would have been better, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> mate, wouldn't it just, I mean, I did phone him first, but then he didn't answer, so yeah, you answered, so that's why you're on. He doesn't answer to me anymore either, so. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, hello, Curti, welcome. It is true, you're back. Yeah. Maybe for one, just, maybe for four, maybe for ten, we don't know, but you Fulfilling you're here today.
1: contractual obligations that apparently uh, were left on Add-ons. Unused, yeah, a few add-ons at the end. But yeah, no, it's nice to, nice to be here. And Joe's not, not here as well, which is... Yeah, uh, he didn't want to be on when you were on, basically. No, that's, <laughs> that's
0: understandable. A lot of tension there, so... Yeah. We've picked Joe <laughs> for a long time, and I still pick Joe now. Um, on this week's pod, we'll be hearing what the hell Kurt has been doing with himself. I don't want to know, to be honest. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. And we'll check out... Well, I mean, probably lots of playing with himself. Uh, we'll see what's happening in the world of Sirencester in Sweden, and we'll head over to Dave's Penty. But before we do any of that, Curti, please tell us what you have been doing, what FM save you're playing, if you're playing an FM save. If you're not, it'd be a really weird time to bring you on the pod. <laughs> um, but we have seen you tweeting to tell us all about Aldershot. Uh
1: Well, I was hoping to come on and talk about the luck modifier more than Shot, to be honest with you. But, I mean, <laughs> we can cover Aldershot first.
0: Um, I thought you'd come on and talk about the weather, because that's what you used to do. So uh, the weather affects games massively.
1: I talk about the weather this. and fall asleep. That was... Uh... That was what it was all about, heritage, yeah, order shot it's it's been a ride, mate, it's been a ride, so we're about what ten ten eleven seasons in, Wow, I know it's like the longest save I've done in ages,
0: so you've never been this committed,
1: I know, <laughs> I know it's amazing, uh, it's the first order shot save I've done, I think since two years ago, so you know bit of a gap. I didn't play Poor any industry. of uh, FM23, so I've got no idea how similar really this is to last year's game, but I'm quite enjoying this one. Um, that's good. Okay, that's good. That's comforting. Yeah. Cuz I think <laughs> I I, this I, I think I, <laughs> brilliant. I think I played uh, one game on FM23 and like saw t- like two or three massive match engine glitches and just put it down and didn't pick it up again. Uh, but yeah this year, this year really really enjoying it like I say about 10 seasons in with shot, currently in the championship it's been uh, it's been a bit of a long arduous journey uh, spent a couple of years in the conference then got promoted uh, in second uh, went straight up I think from league two and then spent three years in league one uh, and now yeah I think I'm in my fifth year in the championship and it's been uh it's been, it's been tough. First couple of years, I think we finished like 16th and 18th. So like really, really struggling it out. I think my, my overall managerial win percentage is like 40 or something really, really <laughs> shit. But um, last couple of years, we've been kind of in and amongst it. Uh, so I think the last two years, in fact, we've lost in the playoffs. Uh, first year, we lost in the semifinals. Last year, we lost in the final. Um, after being in second place with about five games to go, we just absolutely shit the bed. I think I've got quite a few players who don't perform well in big matches. Um, so I've kind of tried to address that. Although this season, um, we've lost our two best players through uh, release clauses being triggered, which is a bit annoying. So like we've got two big lads in central midfield. One, one guy called Ollie Harrison. I think he's a real player. Um, And then we've got some some new gen called uh, Toma, who's a Romanian kid, like 20 years old, absolute monster, just far too good for us. But Brentford have triggered his uh, release clause, so we've lost him. So we had to pick up a couple of new uh, midfielders on the fly, like kind of late on in the transfer window. So we're kind of muddling by until uh, January. But, you know, hopefully in January we'll pick up a few players for about a grand. So that will be... uh, That'll be good um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's you know, i don't know man it's 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 been it's been it's been it's been great like we've just we didn't spend any money on players until we got to the championship, and even then I didn't really want to spend any money, but it's kind of become a necessity now, so we've generated a lot of funds in it with selling players um we've had a few names that i've i've heard that you guys mention actually over the the past few months uh, sam curtis i've had on a couple of occasions, actually. I know, Mad, you were, uh, He's you were Irish, a big fan of right, his.
2: Right back, right back. he went to Sheffield United. Yes, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I've had him twice and sold him twice. Like Got him for free both times and sold him for nice. about £8 million in total. Um, we are now also buying, like, building a new stadium, which will be ready for next year. So oh, it would be amazing to get promoted this year. First year in the Premier League in a new stadium. 14,000 seated capacity. That would be absolutely huge,
0: Curti FM Arena.
1: I don't think so. I the I, on the uh, on the club info screen, I'm not even a like favoured personnel. Jeez. Wow, astonishing! It's it, do you, I tell you what, the amount of disrespect I get in press conferences as well. I've had a couple of couple of interviewers say, "Oh, you know, you've not achieved success yet at Aldershot, and I, I like, and I haven't won one of the divisions <clears> that I've gone up in. I've always gone up in second or the playoffs or whatever." But I mean, conference to championship, and I'm still getting shit like that in press conferences. It's disgraceful. Mm. Uh, bastards. Unbelievable, really. But yeah, it's been it's 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 been great. Uh, the last season, like I say, losing in the playoff final was a tough pill to swallow. Uh, we lost to Sunderland uh, at Wembley uh, after throwing away throwing away an automatic promotion place uh, and a nearly nearly. Threw the laptop out the window and deleted the save, but decided uh, decided to go again. Uh, after some ways. words of encouragement on Twitter, actually. So that was always that's always nice, isn't it? Um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been a great save. I've really enjoyed FM24, and uh, I've I've
0: even started listening to you twats again. So we. Uh, oui. So I must be Hello. well into it. I know you've not been here for a while maybe, but we don't use words like that anymore. Yeah, That's um, I've got to
3: beep them all out now. Sleepy. What <laughs> what a,
0: what a <laughs> <laughs> Um <laughs> Kurt, yeah. Kurt, just a quick question. I want to like link your save a little bit to mine. Uh because obviously I'm doing non-league. You started kind of on the cusp of non-league with Shot. Well, it was definitely um, non-league. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, you know. Anyway, uh I actually really like the fact that you don't get promoted straight away. Like, we didn't get promoted in our first season. Uh, I think it adds so much more to the save. Like, you could be 10 years in and you're, oh, we're just, you know, we're in Europa League at the moment. And yeah, great idea. Lovely. You know, it's a really nice story, but it just kind of diminishes that extra journey that you've had to go on. Yeah, so, I mean... I, you, you say it's painful, but there was a bit of joy that there, right, like, surely.
1: Oh, no, there's been some huge moments. Like, the when we, when we got promoted from... League two. I think on the last day of the season, it was like, uh, you, you remember the, the Watford Leicester playoff yeah. game where it Trady. saved, penalty was saved, literally went down the other end and scored. Uh, we had a kind of similar moment to that. So I think we needed a point from the last game to secure automatic promotion. We were one nil down. Then, uh, we conceded a penalty in like the 85th minute. Our keepers saved it. And then in like the ninety second minute we've gone up the other end and scored and got promotion. It's absolutely astonishing. So there's been some superb moments and there has to be, right, to keep you coming back. You don't play ten seasons in a game if it's all misery. Um I'm just the I think the playoff defeat last year is still a bit fresh in my mind. But uh yeah, no, it's it's, it's been awesome. And it's good to see the good to see you doing a siren Cester save because you've been talking about it for fucking long enough.
0: <laughs> no and do you know what the best thing we weren't going to do it as well like we had we were doing a Deportivo La Coruña save which I was enjoying but I took a bit of a period of time out as well and this this year I started it on stream and then kind of come back and I was like this is crap like I'm just not feeling it but we'll finish the season and then we're like we were so close to going up at the end of the season and I was like oh I could really do it I could do another year I could you know I could do it and then I went no no it's time to move on but yeah it's uh, it's been a really fun save i'm i'm i mean we'll get to mine in a bit but i am loving it uh, and i'm loving the extra challenges that you find yourselves in these lower divisions where you are they are contracted for a year but they can be picked up by anyone at any time and they're gone you know it's so easy to lose players it's the, amazing yeah, i mean
1: the amount of players you have to sort of bring in and trial and and like oh
0: yeah that
1: is it's I mean, it's good fun because you do end up picking... But, uh, you know, you have to trial about 50 players to find a, a half-decent one, so... It's, the graft uh, is real. It really is. How does this... Like, Kurt, you've done...
2: Like, Kurt, calls the shots, older shot saves, like, quite a few times in the past, I would say. Um, how does it compare no, in terms of length of... Like, is this the longest... I don't think it's the longest you've got. Maybe it is. And how does it compare? What makes this one maybe different that
1: you're still... You know, you're hooked into it
2: compared to previous ones? <laughs>
1: I think it is the longest one I've done probably maybe since like even FM 09 or something like that. Um, And uh, to be honest, like a lot of the ones I've done recently have either been on YouTube or on Twitch. And I mean, others might disagree, but I, I, I think I always struggled with the pacing of that. So like to do 10 seasons on stream um. It's really really difficult and it takes absolutely forever um so being able to just pick it up offline just you know bang out a few games here and there it's been uh, it's been mm-hmm. great and I think it's just sped up the process as well and I mean nice. I, I, I know it's, talking to you I mean you're like the slowest player in the world aren't you so, um, up there at Matt I think yeah For,
3: I I'm, think, I'm I'm think you might just Matt. still not press continue since the start of the game <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm three seasons was,
2: deep in my save. Like that's that's yeah. slow.
1: Three months, you know, it's quite slow. Yeah. Also, you know, you've got to stop creaming your pants over this Jonah kid. This is all Never. I. This is all I hear when I listen. Just you go, oh Jonah,
3: Jonah, Jonah, Jonah. <laughs> that's all I hear. Is he Welsh? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to oh, say. Wait I till I mean, my save
1: update.
3: Oh, yeah. Now the um, I think. I agree with yeah. you yeah, in terms of like being able to do YouTube or Twitch and of course it's fun and that's where pretty much I mean Mad did sort of the writing side of it but this is where we all started sort of our content creation side of things but I think and Dupe obviously you're still smashing the Twitch but I think it's always good like I'm playing quite a bit of FM I shouldn't say it at work but then I can go to bed and play on the laptop and have a two or three games. It's like with the Twitch sort of thing. It's very hard. You don't really want to miss miss games when you're streaming, or even if you were doing YouTube, you wouldn't want to do that really. So I think there's still a space for it. Like you do season reviews and stuff like that as well. But I think you can smash through the games a lot more, and I think arguably enjoy the game a lot more as well because you can just you know smash through it all the time. Do, do
1: you know uh, what the one the one? And I said this to Dupe on the phone the other day, uh, but the one thing I have missed is talking about the game yeah, and having that yeah. outlet So like, you know, tw- Twitter's fine and and all that, but you know, people people don't give a shit really if you if I tweet <laughs> out that I've lost in a playoff finals to Sunderland, you know, it, it might be might be funny, but no one's really invested in that. And like that was part of the joy of it is having people who were really really invested in your save as well. Mm-hmm. Um my, I, w- I was out for, like for a walk with the missus the other day and I was like can I talk to you about Football Manager, please? <laughs> and she was like, "Okay." And I just spent the next 15 minutes just talking at her about Aldershot and like <laughs> different <laughs> signings I'd made and how I was probably going to lose this striker because he's only on loan. And, uh, yeah, it's unreal. Uh, bless her, she put up with it. But I think I've uh, I've really I've missed that outlet. So that is the one the one big downside, I think.
3: No, yeah. no, I agree. I was going to ask Curt in regards to your save tactic-wise, have you stuck with the same sort of system throughout, or have you chopped and changed throughout the 10 years? Sort of how, No, how you've massively been playing?
1: massively chopped and changed. So I, I started with, like, uh, I just the, the squad I inherited, I just kind of built something that kind of fit, um, and I think we just missed out on the playoffs, and then I kind of tweaked some stuff, had a load of new, you know, it's lower league football, you have all, brand, almost a brand new squad every year. Yeah. Um, so I ended up with like a three at the back system, wing backs, uh, like two, two attacking midfielders in the hole, one striker, and we got promoted, and that that served us well in uh to get us promoted from the conference, and then in League One, uh, League Two, but then in League One, obviously it's a I think the step up is slightly better, so I kind of reverted to a, quite a defensive four one four one, and like th- we were really really solid, super mm. solid, like I think we had. Defensively, we we had like the best stats of the league uh, for a couple of years running. Even though we didn't really, uh, I think the second season we were in the playoffs, but first season we were just outside the playoffs. Um, but then it became a bit more difficult because I was relying on quality. So I was like loan, you know, maybe I'd loan in a decent striker and he'd would sc- score a lot of goals. But actually, the, we had a year where uh, or the first part of the season where i didn't have a decent striker and we just were not scoring goals and then all of a sudden my keeper started like letting in stupid th- you know stupid goals and uh, the st- yeah. his stats were terrible and and all this kind of stuff so i i kind of went back to the 3 at the back uh again very kind of defensive but it shored us up a bit uh but now the last two seasons in the championship i've kind of let let them loose a little bit gone a, a lot more yeah. positive a lot more aggressive um, and we're scoring a lot more goals. We're conceding more, but um, actually, it's kind of uh, it's probably more fun to watch. Uh, but yeah. yeah, for a long time we were kind of grinding it out. So yeah, it's been it's been a bit of an ev- evolution. Maybe when we go if we go to the prem, I might try and shore things up again. But yeah,
3: that's how that's how I've been playing all throughout the game, attacking just to try and score more than the opposition. I
1: think that's the meta, isn't it? A little bit like is just kind of high press and yeah. I think it's still the case I don't know I mean I don't know
3: Gagan Press has been the one ever since he's came into the game really, basically so, right. yeah, so yeah so yeah you just
0: can't do that in non-league um Kirti <laughs> 10 seasons in you must have a player you want to talk to us about like who yeah. is the number one go-to who is the club legend who has been the one that's got you out of the trouble got you out of the shit stopped you from getting sacked
1: um so there's probably been a
0: couple to be honest with you um I've had Alright, you're on a desert island, you've got to take one with you. I've got to take that's one. It. Okay, so it's the Only guy one. that's
1: actually just left me. Uh oh, wow. He's gone oh, wow. to PSV. On Valentine's Day, that's sad. I know, it's rough. Mm. Uh he's gone to PSV. His, his name's Ollie Harrison. Uh he kind of can play DM central midfield up he's played up front for me for a little bit. He won't be in well your DMs in for a while. No. But he was uh he was a cracking segundo for me. And uh yeah, oh, I am sorry to see him go. But he did he I had him the first time. I think I can't remember who let him go, but so I picked him up on a free. Then I, he went to Southampton for a million. Uh, stayed there for a couple of years. They let him go for free, so I picked him up again for nothing. And now he's just gone to PSV for like twenty-eight million. Wow! So uh, yeah, he is. Uh, he's been a,
3: a is, good he Chel- is he ex Is he ex Chelsea or is he Chelsea? Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I just let me, I've, let, let I've let, just searched him. He plays at Grimsby on mine in League One. He was at Newcastle, then Chelsea. Wow. I've got the game.
1: Yeah, Chelsea. Oh, he started at Newcastle. Newcastle 22, 23. Yeah, then Spanish At left, Chelsea. Yeah. So, yeah, I picked him up from Chelsea on a free. They obviously released him. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, Southampton bought him off me and then got rid of him a few years later. And, yeah, he's just gone to PSV. 22. Sorry, 23 million, not
0: 28. Oh, always went always to always lying.
1: Okay. Also, oh, one yeah. other thing as well before oh, you yeah. uh, move on. I've gone back to 2D, lads.
0: i like that i like that i've always been i've always been a guy that said in my streams everywhere i've gone that if i didn't stream i'd be playing 2d like i genuinely would i think it's such a better way to watch a game tactically you learn a lot more you see a lot more and you don't actually see those horrible graphical representations that you do see in 3d like the amount of times i've moaned about penalties uh in my save at the moment we're seeing these like brilliant tackles and it's gone down as a penalty you can paint that picture in your head at 2D and that's why I like it and like I said I would play it but it's just not very good on Twitch we've spoke about it at this probably ample amount of times so yeah. even privately and on the pod that I just don't think it's the way to go on Twitch but yeah I, I love that that you've done that I really do no, I I'm love tempted it. to
3: try it I'm tempted to go back
0: 3D 3D are you watching 3D Goals or yeah 3D Goals do- yeah
1: 3D Goals but uh, 2D Highlights
0: can I ask? Is this another? Re- is this because you're playing on a laptop and it's a bit easier running? Or
1: no, I don't think so. I've got a pretty, like I've got a, pre- like, I've got a uh, you know, I've got a MacBook and it runs no. all right. Three D.
0: Oh look at me, I got a MacBook. Um, <laughs> but you've got one as well. Three D runs. all I got right. a, I, I got a MacBook Air. You no, know, right. Yeah, it does. It does run okay. Um, yeah, I would run it in two D on my MacBook. To be fair, but I don't actually play that much on the. Um, I like to sit in the garage or the shed and, and play as much as I can now.
1: Nice.
0: I like it. Oh, but I love that. All right, brilliant. Well, hopefully, in a few weeks, maybe a month, maybe not as long as it has been previously, we'll have you back on and we can hear a bit more about how old a shot sack you because you can't get out of the championship.
1: I've had some issues I mean, with the chairman as well. Just go, just on that, oh, yeah. Boy. Are you yeah, going to tell us, tell us. We it's well, we, only
0: well, cutting I've, into Mads time. I I've gone through
1: about three... Very close takeovers, and then the chairman's bottled it. And uh, when we sold Ollie Harrison, I was expecting some money to go and, like, replace him. Uh, and then they changed the transfer revenue retained to 0%. No. Wow. And he's a complete jagweed when it comes to facilities up- upgrades <laughs> as well.
3: What's the overall balance of the club, roughly? Uh, money.
1: Yeah. Right now, 13 million. Balance or budget? That's the overall balance. Oh, right, the transfer, yeah. but I mean, I, I'm in. The, I'm halfway through a season, so it doesn't really count. Of course, yeah, I yeah. mean, but I, I think, um, yeah, uh, because of, I think we were quite, a, quite a bit in debt last year. Um, mm-hmm. And bear in mind, I've sold Harrison and I've sold Toma, so like we've brought in about forty million, and I'm still, thir- I've only got thirteen million in the bank. Um, but he, yeah, he went zero percent, and it's still zero percent actually now, even now. Chief. Um, so yeah, we've had issues, we've had words, but hopefully, uh You hopefully had any strong. job job offers as well? Loads, loads. The I biggest did. one was Man United, actually. I think I tweeted it. Wow. Got a oh uh, an interview, really, not a, yeah, not a job interview. offer. But uh, yeah, I've had I've had loads, and I've just uh, I've rejected everyone. I've not been tempted yet.
0: Loyalty,
3: mate. Loyalty. Yet.
0: I love that loyalty, but yet. All right, awesome, mate. Well. We will probably talk about it again a bit later, but we do have to now go over to Matt, who's finished season three, and he has a fantastic wonder kid he wants to introduce us to. So Matt, take it away. See, I did read your fucking blog. Or just a tweet. Or just a tweet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know you did do. Yeah, I know. Um, last week I hadn't really got an update because I hadn't played, but I played quite a bit since, which is always nice to see and say. And yes, I do have a wonder kid to tell you about that is not called Jonah. So this may be this may be the start of something new. I think the last time we spoke, I was telling you lads and the listeners, we'd done a lot to raise kind of the whole, uh, I suppose, the profile of Swedish football. The club, I, I had climbed like 200 places in the rankings. Um, we'd moved up three or four levels in the coefficients with Sweden and the league itself had climbed up three or four places as well which is great. That was largely due to our second season in the Champions League because we got to the knockout playoffs. And then um, what happened? The last time we spoke, I'd just passed the halfway stage of a season, I think, and I'd got my Champions League fixtures. So we'd be drawing Newcastle at home. Real Madrid away. Ajax were in there. Inter Milan in there. So quite a mix. And um, we were just going through basically the summer. So our season runs from February to November. So we basically have to navigate that summer transfer window in the middle of our season. But we did manage to get through that season without uh, having to sell Jonah. We got bids from everyone, and I mean everyone. PSG, Barcelona, Liverpool, Arsenal. But they were they were piss-poor bids, to be honest. I think the highest was about £3 million, and he's valued it more than that. So we managed to reject them all. He was unsettled for a little while. And then eventually that passed, because we were winning a lot of games in the league... And we managed to um, convince him to sign a new contract, which was uh, a bonus because we also managed to hoodwink the agent into not putting any release fee, which is a, a big <laughs> one for us. So he's still only 18. He probably will leave um, at some point, but I want to max- maximize what we get from him. So long story short, yeah, we kept on winning games in the league. We ended up winning the league for the third season in a row. We won it with uh, two games to spare. So the 27th game week out of 30, we ended up winning the league again, which was lovely. Um, It was Hammerby, who's one of our rivals that were closest. But uh, they ended up actually going on a bad run in the end too. So we won the league, which was lovely. That's three in a row. Really, really good. Not so much for prize money. You only get about three million. So it's not huge. Like for context, we get three million for winning the league. That's what you get when you win a Champions League game. Uh for uh, wow. at my level. We get 2.8 million for winning um a Champions League group game. So there there's a bit of a difference there. Uh so yeah, League Champions again, three time three years in a row, which is really, really good for the project. Um we'd brought in a couple of players. Uh, the biggest name one, I think I mentioned before, was uh uh Ludwig Augustinsson, the left back, who's has um, got like 70, 80 caps for Sweden. He came in from Sevilla for six and a half million. But what's weird then is, and I've told you about this before, when we finish that league season in November and we come out as league champions, we're only really in the middle of the Champions League group stages at that point. So um, we actually did pretty well. We started off uh, with a bit of a rocky one. We lost to Sparta Prague. We then beat Rangers and then we, I think we had a draw and we basically then um, ended up having to come up and play some pretty big teams towards the end of that run. So we welcomed Newcastle into Stockholm. They beat us 3-2 with a late goal from Thomas Lamar, of all people. We then went on to play in the Bernabeu, and we lost 5-1. And then basically we got down to the last game of the Champions League, and I was in the last place that can qualify. It's the 24th place out of 36, which basically gets you into a playoff if you finish within that 24. And we had to play Ajax, and we actually beat Ajax uh, in the end. We beat them 3-1 in that last game. Jonah with a brace. And managed to get into the what's called the knockout playoff round. And basically you're playing for a place in the last 16. And this is where it gets weird. And I wanted to hear your opinion on this. I don't think this is a sh- this should happen. We go into a draw. So I just press, started pressing advance. Arsenal were in there. Barcelona were in there. Uh, AC Milan were in there. Who did we draw? Ajax again. Uh, over two legs. So we've played Ajax in the last of the eight Champions League games in that new league format. And then we played them again. I would have thought there'd be something in there to prevent you from playing one of your group opponents. But maybe not. Clearly not. Uh, at least not in FM. So I was thinking, okay, look, it's not too bad because we've just beaten them. So, you know, we'll be living in their heads rent-free. We were not. <laughs> we drew nil all in the first leg at home and then we lost 3-2. Away and we exited the Champions League at that stage again. It was Brighton in the second season, and then it was Ix that knocked us out there. Um, so we've we've basically done the same kind of s- same. that's just uh, the next season around again. Some decent prize money picked up for some of those wins that we had. We also um, had a really good win over Leverkusen actually in the group stages. So our bank balance, as it stands, is about sixty something million for a Swedish club. My transfer budget is fourteen million. Now, I'm limited because it's a Swedish club. There's only so many players that actually want to join. Um, but so far, so good in terms of the project. And then the last thing I want to tell you, lads, is... Um, you, l- you might have seen the tweet I put out. We had a youth intake go through. It happens in September in my league. And I had a new gen come through, age 16. His name is Alex Almkvist. And he looks unbelievable. Like uh, I sent it to you, lads, in the Discord. Um and yeah, only 16, he's pretty much first team ready. His determination is great. His physicals, his technicals, everything is really like double figures already. Really, really solid. Probably the best new gen I've had in Football Manager for, I want to say, six or seven years. Maybe we'll put it on the screen, Dave, as well, um, while we're while we're speaking. So there's a good chance that he'll be uh, rolling into the first team in my next season. And just for a spoiler, we were playing this Swedish Cup thing uh, where you play some lowly opposition. And I gave him his debut and he scored as a Mizala yes. in midfield, so you'll love to see it. So, um, that's pretty much where we're at really with Ike Dupe. It's going well. Happy days. But yeah, only three seasons played since November.
0: That's how slow I am. That's a shame. If it's going well, that's a shame. That Sorry. is
1: incredible. Three seasons. What, I just want to, oh, I I know you said that you want to raise like the coefficient for Sweden and kind of make them more competitive but is. What's the ultimate goal here? Is it winning the Champions League? Because it sounds like now, domestically, you are the boss. I'm the captain now. Mm. So, uh, what's next?
2: Yeah, the Champions League was a big part of it. Because when you when you start to look back over like Swedish clubs, you'd have to go way, way back to, I think, maybe the 80s, when it was like um, IFK, Gothenburg, Gothenburg would have got to like a UEFA Cup final or something like that or maybe even a Champions League final it's it's way back and it's like the 90s was the last time a team actually got out of the group stages so the initial goal was yeah let's do well in Europe because that's what will impact the coefficients and that's what will raise the profile and the reputations and all that kind of thing Um, I do. are we likely to ever win a Champions League I don't know if that's realistic but to go further than any club has Not the pace before, you play Yeah no
0: definitely <laughs> not um, Not with that attitude either <laughs> Wow,
2: (laughs) the support and the love. But he's right. Uh, So I think winning is very ambitious. I'd love to get to like a quarterfinal or something like that. I think that would be really cool. Um, Want to try and drive through as many new gens as possible, like worldly new gens. That's something I've not really had much influence on in my kind of football manager career is like bringing through worldly Swedish players, I guess. So trying to influence that and uh, organically getting the Swedish job as well. The same chief is still there and apparently in real life they don't even like him. Um, I think it was USA '94. Curtie. you're you're around my age. Uh, Sweden Sweden came yep. third in the World Cup, and it I did. think I'd lo- yeah. I'd love Can to celebrate uh,
0: his thirtieth birthday in that game, didn't you? <laughs> and Dave
2: wasn't even born. And uh, <laughs> I'd love to get a run at it, like a World Cup or any Euros, or, or a couple of them with Sweden. But I want to get that job
1: kind of organically in the save as well. So just just different so it, bits and pieces like that. Really, are you are you trying to elevate other clubs as well then by kind of selling them? selling players onto those or like or are you just trying to do it single-handedly so
2: i i thought that i would do more of it in terms of buying players from them and selling players to them however when when i go into when you go in and look at let's say Ike um as a as a club there's for some reason like everyone is a rival so i've got three fierce rivals which is gothenburg hammerby and Dürer Gardens. then i've got other rivals which is malmo elfsberg uh, Norcoping, and then Helsingborg, but like, that's basically six or seven of the league that are considered rivals. Um, they hate selling players to us. Like the the fees they charge are extortionate. Um, if we tried to buy some of their players, and then some of our players won't want to go there, so it's not that easy to actually try and give them a helping hand. So I'd probably need to do it at a slightly lower level. Um, I've noticed that FC Hacken are a really really good team in this for young players as well. So that's something I might take a look at in the next season, but they don't seem to like me. Either.
0: Seeing, you should get on the pot then. Seeing uh-huh. is um, you're talking about progression. I'll be really quick with this. I did notice that Newcastle's manager's been sat. You're not tempted to kind of move your save over and kind of go for something new and a new branch off?
2: Um, I don't think so. Like I think I usually am a bit of a one club merchant in in FM, which is. You're a what, sorry? A
0: merge? A merge? Oh, sorry. I thought you said something else. <laughs> one
2: club merchant. <merged>. Um, <laughs> I usually stick with one club when I do saves. Whether that's boring or not, I don't know. Yeah, I, I put it in the blog actually because it was Deschamps that got sacked from Newcastle already in mm-hmm. after three seasons, which means Eddie Howe did not go very well. I don't see myself moving within the save universe. I have been offered jobs. Um, Germany seemed to be coming in a lot. We had Stuttgart and. Uh, like Mönchengladbach and a few of those I think Lazio came in for me as well at one point Brighton also offered me an interview uh, I don't really have much interest in doing that in this save I think I want to see how far I can go I want to see what happens with Jonah I want to see what happens with that kind of new gen and then maybe get to five seasons and review but more than likely I would go into a brand new save you know whenever maybe we'd be like halfway through the FM24 cycle and try and get two really good saves out of, out of the game because again as I said slow player don't get through many saves. I don't get huge value out of FM compared to many people, but uh, I do have great is saves. I do have enjoyable saves. Is it,
0: is it silly to ask what the next one might be, or have you not even thought about that yet? I
2: haven't even thought about it, but
0: for some reason
2: I'd love to do another Northern Boys, but that
1: would probably just drive me and everyone else insane. He needs to fuck Jonah before he goes elsewhere.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. God, the language from Kurt is mental. Mm. Talk about bringing down On that note, we. I know we try so hard to kind of build this pod for PC, family-friendly. Do you, and know, you remember, do you remember when
1: we started and we got that comment? We got that comment from some bloke going, "I I love the pod, but I was listening with my son
0: the other day." <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you remember that? It was that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was probably the time where Dave. We were talking about Dave losing his virginity, wasn't it? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah. Past Still hasn't 10. happened. Yeah. So last week, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave. Talk us through it, mate. we just talk about a great moment for you. Let's talk about an even better moment for you.
3: Yeah. Talk to us about South Africa, mate. Well, we're no longer there, which is a good thing. What? In a, in a way. This is brand new information. Yeah. So we are one out of five now. I said, uh, I think on last week's pod, I was pretty much three quarters of the way through the season and I was very, very confident that we'd uh, lift our first Champions League title. And we did it in the end. Um, smashed through it. We'd beaten... We had Orlando Pirates, fellow South African team, in the Champions League final, and I beat them 6-2 in the end on aggregate. So, pretty comfortable way to uh, win the Champions League. Finish the season then, I beat Kaiser Chiefs on the last day of the season, 4-0. Um, yeah, and so, in the end, I know I, I was sort of umming and ahhing about how I was going to finish in the league. I, I blitzed it in the end. Did really, really well in the league, and a, a really successful season overall. So... Obviously, wait for the season to finish, left that job, um, and was just waiting to see what had come up really, and waited a little while, there were certain jobs there, there were some big jobs in Germany, like Bayern Munich, Bayern Leverkusen, um, kept having messages in the inbox about the Leverkusen job, and I thought, well, that obviously shows the sort of calibre of club that I could aim at if I wanted to, I thought, do I apply for the Bayern job? Because I could easily win the UA for Champions League within two or three years, and I thought that... Sort of. If, I, I, I want to try and get. No disrespect to these ones. I want to try and get the smaller ones done and, and finish off with the European Champions League. Really. Um. So I was looking at jobs. I was very very close in joining a team in Japan. Uh, there was a team who were media media predicted around eighth. Um. And there were one from bottom in the league about halfway through the season. And I thought, well, if their media predicted eight, they should have a decent squad, get them out of trouble, and then build from there. I had the into they offered me the job and I don't know why I thought I was there like, surely I can get a better job than this, like surely. So I rejected that job um, and then I started looking on the insecure jobs. So not necessarily the jobs available, but jobs that are insecure and declare interest and see what happens. And there was uh, a team in Brazil, um, Bragantino. Um, so I think they've just been, I say just, over the last few years have turned into a Red Bull part of the Red Bull franchise so the Red Bull Bragantino now or Bragantino however you want to pronounce it and I declared interest in that job um, and the fans had written me off saying they've got full faith in the manager I clicked continue and the manager had been sacked the next day mm. <laughs> so I applied for that job went through the interview and got it because they were still in the Copa Libertadores and they were in the second round so the knockout stages and I thought well sound I looked at the league table they're about sixth in the league but I've played loads more games than anybody else Um, so I've joined them and it's been unbelievable uh, such a good team so very quickly before I talk about the results they've got some FM favourites in there so they've got uh, Brenner the striker um, who I think we managed back in the day so he's 29 now in game but such a great player still got 16 finishing 16 first touch Uh, managed really to get him firing because I think the old manager wasn't playing him I've put him in because uh, I had a few injuries, It've been phenomenal for me. Um, John Kennedy, who's a player, if you're familiar with South Af- um, South American football at the moment, really kicking on. He's quite an, an interesting player. Um, I think he played in a couple of Bitadora's final. I think he scored a couple of great goals, if I yeah. if I remember rightly IRL. Um, so I've got him, great player again, scored 25 goals so far this season. Christian Pavon is there. Um, he's 33 now, so getting on a little bit, but still. Cracking player in terms of the goal contributions that he gets. A lot of the other players I haven't really heard of, if I'm honest. But there's some good young players. We've got Artur, the the lad that uh, used to play at Liverpool and Juventus, but he's 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 past it really physically. He's he's not great, but some really tidy players. One player that's quite interesting because uh, I I didn't I didn't really have a huge opportunity to bolster the team in the um, in the summer window uh, because obviously the Brazilian uh, season sort of starts early part of the year and ends towards December so midway from my season was the summer window I wanted another striker and there's a, a lad that came up here who's a real player He plays for Bayern in real life I believe called Robert Ramsack so he's a, a fantastic little player so he must be really really young at the start of the game because he's only 22 now on mine so I would assume he starts at, at the age of 16 or 17 in game Um but 17 finishing 16 first touch just a really really quality forward Um, already scored five goals for me, three assists in about 10 games. And I got him on loan. He's at Leipzig at the moment, obviously an affiliate club of mine. And I got an option to buy of 5.75 million. And when you look at other Brazilian players, there's some great players, but the massive difference from South Africa to Brazil is that in South Africa, I could find a young player at another team. And if I wanted to, I could probably buy him for about 200, 300K, just a lot of money. If I find a good Brazilian now, I'm paying 15, 20 million minimum. So for me to sign, find this Robert Ramsack, I was like, sound, option to buy 5.75 million. I've just triggered it and he doesn't want to join because he thinks the quality of living in in where I am in Brazil isn't good enough. Amazing. So so that's a bit of a kick in between the legs because he's a a fantastic player. Um, But frustratingly, I don't think I'm going to be able to sign him. Um, But going back to the results, so... um, Started off really, really well in the league. Um, I think I beat um, beat a team three nil in the league, and then we we followed it up. Beat Spottafogo seven two. Beat another team three one. I thought flipping it. We got we got a decent little side here. Then we played Velez in the second round of the Copa Libertadores. Lost three two away, but absolutely battered them. Like genuinely, I think they had two, three shots, scored three goals. I was like, right, we've got a chance. If there's only one goal in it. We'll have got a chance. So went to our, our home stadium, beat them three 0 So I was like, sound happy days. Then in the quarter final, we played Flamengo. Who our form against them wasn't great, and they're doing really well in the league. Again, a really really close game with them in the in the first leg away, lost three two. Thought, come on, we could turn it around. But the home game, they part the bus, made it so so difficult for us. And ultimately, they scored right at the death, and they they won one 0 so won four two on aggregate. So. I was a bit peed off because I thought I could walk into this job, win another trophy, move on. But at the same time, I'm actually enjoying it. We've got a good, solid team winning shitloads of games again. Um, so I'll go back at it next season. The games are sort of balanced out now. So a lot of the teams have caught up with the amount of games that we played. But I'm second in the league. I think top six get Copa Libertadores. It just depends on how high you finish. You either go straight into the group stage or you got to qualify. So we'll be in the Copa Lib again next year but it's just about building the team. But the only concern i got with Brazil, the seasons are so, so long. You have so many matches. Like I'm just looking at my schedule now. I'd be very, very surprised if by this time next week when I'm talking on the pod, I'm halfway through the next season. So I've got about five or six games left this season. I'll finish that tomorrow at work don't tell the boss <laughs> mom sorry um
0: I, sorry, i'll text her before i go to bed. Brilliant. i'll roll over in the morning and tell it all
3: <laughs> uh, but now we got we got really, I, I am enjoying i got some really good team the, the transfer window will be interesting though cuz like i said i, w- I will want to bolster in certain areas but i'd be very intrigued to see how how it goes i went back to supersport to see if i could nick any of the players and i was really surprised by their transfer business because i obviously i missed peters on loan I had another striker, uh, Mortheba, on loan, and I put massive options to buy in them because I thought, oh, I'll just appease their teams, get them in on loan. Supersport triggered both of those options. They spent way more money than I would have ever imagined. So um, I looked at them, couldn't sign them. There was the central midfielder that I wanted to try and sign on loan that I used to have there that had gone somewhere else rejected a move to us. So I don't know if it's the quality of living where I am or or what, or people just don't want to move to Brazil. I have genuinely heard that in real life as well. There's been certain players that don't want to live in certain areas of Brazil. And in in terms of, you know, we play Flamengo away, got almost 70,000 people there. We played Corinthians away, 45,000 people. Our home attendance is less than 10K. So we are a really small team as well. So I am keeping one eye on other jobs, but... Got a really good team, enjoying it. Good amount of bank balance. Hopefully the Red Bull franchise partnerships can give me a helping hand where needed. Um, but yeah, looking forward to it. Just got to keep hold of those big boys, really, I think. i
0: would just like to say that um, if we do have any Brazilian listeners, I'd love to live anywhere in Brazil. Uh, unlike Dave, apparently.
3: <laughs> no, 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 genuinely. <laughs> I think when we, when, genuinely when we all signed Diego Costa, one of the reasons he wanted to move back to Europe was the quality of living in Brazil. I think that obviously, there's, like any country, there's certain areas that are nice, but there are other areas which are just deprived. Basically. Sao Paulo, yeah, they're based, apparently. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I've not researched the, the streets or you know. So it's probably yeah, a lot of crime. Even, I think it's a genuine though. Of crime.
2: You know, you'd be looking at reputation as well, and you'll be, you know, I
3: mean, it'll be a mix of everything. Do you know. Let me, let me see where if I can find. What did I just say? Come then? on, so, RAM, load up so.
0: Google Maps. Let's have a look. <laughs> Let's go get GeoGuessr. Let's have a little look.
3: Yeah, so... Oh, Great for yeah, the listeners. I no, I was, I was going to just see... Um, if I very quickly put another bid in for him again, and I'll show you. I'll quickly tell you what it says. I might lag with my uh, my processing. Give me one second. It's worth it. Be worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. It's Robert education. Ramsack, he's not interested in contract talks. He's concerned about coming back to Bragantino and has expressed doubts over the level of infrastructure and standard li- of living in the country.
0: It's impressive though, like so it is a lovely, like good touch, right? Yeah, do we,
3: so, do we
1: think uh, do we think someone at SI is Argentinian and he's just like, I'm just gonna give some beef <laughs> to uh, to Brazil, yeah,
3: yeah, but then not um, living in that shithole. <laughs> the one in the one interesting thing as well, so like in terms of tactics, I've sort of just using the same system that I was using in um, South Africa, but I remember Joe saying a few weeks ago that he changed system and he's seen a lot of different patterns of play in in how his team's you know moving the ball and so on. But it's quite interesting in Brazil where I am still seeing different patterns. But the one thing I'm seeing a lot of, corners coming in and keepers are just punching them straight out to the edge of the box. And I scored quite a few goals. off it. Whereas South Africa, keepers would try and claim it or just completely miss it. So that's one thing straight, <laughs> straight away that's, you know, a little bit different. So, um, no, i enjoying it. I'm enjoying it a lot more. I, I genuinely thought, get to Brazil, win it. Um, and yeah, I was wound up a little bit when I lost. But I'm, I'm happy to, you know, give it a crack for another season. I think that's where I had the luck,
0: right? I didn't have to go and do this seven-year season in one season because it is a long, old season. So, I, I mean, I went straight in and I won it straight away. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's,
3: wow. it's so long. I'm just looking at it. Because you've got the Sao Paulo <laughs> State thing first, whatever that is. That's like 12 matches. Then you've got just... The league is just massive. You've got loads of games there. So, yeah. Can't wait. Wow.
0: From one thrilling footballing heritage of a country to another. We're going to go to England. I don't know where we're going with that. I'm uh, going to go to England now, and I I can't remember where I talked to you at most about last about Silent Sister Town. Uh, had we started the second season when we spoke? I'm trying to remember. Can you remember? I'm so glad you listened. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give you a really quick brief upload. We didn't go up last year if we have or I haven't that, told you. I'm do- Spoilers. Uh, we then, we lost in the playoff final which again, you said about Curtis save it, it builds the narrative round it. it's lovely right we then went into the new season and I got rid of everybody I didn't want I think I had about four players left over uh, I had no staff got rid of absolutely everyone and then I couldn't sign anyone couldn't see what anyone looked like I couldn't find staff that was interested I couldn't find players that are interested because I had nobody to kind of highlight whom or who might not want to play uh, so I had to basically spend hours genuinely probably about 20 minutes, scrolling through, finding a a single assistant manager out there that would want to sign. So I went and looked at my old assistant manager and I was like, hey, come back. And he's like, not a chance. So I looked at his attributes and I was like, right, let's pair them up in the search, staff search, find somebody and then click it, you know, and get somebody in. It was brutal, I have to be honest, but we managed to get somebody in. We then managed to find a fantastic director of football at my level, very very good I think he's got 18 adaptability 11 judging and 11 um uh, yeah 11 judging ability and 11 judging potential Um and his negotiations isn't bad so I had him as a director of football and I put a secondary job in as a scout as well because at this level we can't really chuck money around left right and centre unlike people in Brazil Sweden and <laughs> Old Older um, I forgot <laughs> where you were then. <laughs> uh, we also managed to pick a physio up. All right. Her name is Caff. And she oh, eighteen 18 <laughs> physiotherapist.
3: How much like, does she weigh? That's...
0: <laughs> sure, we're not allowed to talk about that, Dave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, 18 physiotherapy. Like, at this level. Caff Hopwood, her name is. Big shout out. Lovely teeth. Um, and, yeah, I think that's immense for this level of football. Like insane anyway we're sidetracking um we went and we went and scheduled a shit ton and i mean a shit ton of friendlies because we wanted to do the friendly cup thing which you've seen on twitter uh you've seen joe talk about on the byline uh, about the fact that you can you can get teams in and do the cups and you can earn a lot of money from it and that seems to have been patched or kicked a bit because we didn't get that much money like right? we it was very limited we started the season on 3.6k balance And we finished pre-season on 73,000. So we did earn 70,000 pounds, which is a lot of money. Um, But we did obviously get a little bit of a boost from our owner and stuff like this. But we went and we spent a load of uh, time, effort, and all that jazz. A lot of that money came from the Derby City game that we managed to arrange. And we sold 4,114 tickets to that game as a friendly, right? The most we sold last year at home was about 400. So that was brilliant. That really big money spinner for us we went and we filled our squad we got a few good players we started the season fantastically first two games we won second uh, third game was an FA Cup uh, first round like the pre rounds uh, and we won 7-2 2,000 tickets sold amazing we then lost the next game in the league and I'm thinking oh this is the old cup kind of hangover right a bit like the European hangover but the, the FA Cup this time and then I can't believe I'm going to tell you this. We then have gone on stream, fully on stream, quite a few games unbeaten uh, in the league and in cups. So we then went and played in the first qualifying round of the cup in the FA Cup. We won that. We won the second qualifying round of the FA Cup. We won the third qualifying round of the FA Cup. We then went and played um, a, a team called Farsley Celtic in the fourth qualifying round. They are in the Vanarama National South or North now, which is two leagues above us and we beat them 2-1. We went 1-0 down, we come back, and then we got a penalty in the 79th minute, yes. which meant we were in the first round proper of the FA Cup. We got drawn at home against League 2 Crawley Town. We sold 4,500 tickets for that. That that evaluated at £99,000 for the club. Wow. That is huge. You get 41 for winning it as well. So like the money is immense. And you can imagine we started the season on £3,600 like it's it's huge amount of money we play a system a 4222 two DMs two inside forwards and two strikers and we play some lovely football we talk about different passages of play we do have some technically good players but not this this is like six leagues above right there's no way that we pull off a 3-0 win against them um, and which is what we do we beat them 3-0. Uh we go 2-0 in at half time. We then go to conserve. We go sit back. They push, they push, they push. We then release my winger. My winger goes down the wing and he, and he scores. And it's three 0 That was the start of something truly magical because that was insane. In between that and that Wolford Town game that we won seven-two and the game after we lost, we had won every single game, which is about 15 games. We're also doing really well in the FA trophy. Um we just beat Paul Town 4 0 which is two leagues above us, and things are just clicking. Our strikers are scoring. We are conceding, but we're not conceding too much, right? We're doing some exciting things. We then go and play Redbridge. This is the game, right? We play Redbridge in the FA Trophy second round. Redbridge are a very similar level to us. We go one-nil up, fine, and our keeper gets injured. He goes off injured. Guess what? I've not got on the bench. I've got there's a cat what? on Does the, that the chair uh, <laughs> <There's> <laughs> he's got his pussy the out um, there's a <laughs> <laughs> there's seven spots on my sub bench how many goalkeepers have I got in that sub bench none I have to play my centre back in goal we do actually come off and win they do score but we, we win the game and then I have I have no goalkeeper I have to loan in about five different goalkeepers I have no like, I don't have a quick enough time frame to get scouts in in the meantime, we've been drawn at home to Rotherham in the second round of the FA Cup. So again, another massive money spinner for us. Like I said, Crawley earned us 150 k Rotherham could could almost get us more with if we were to crazily win that game. We go and place Rotherham with a backup goalkeeper that we've loaned in from Swindon Town It's not played a game all season. Our main left winger, who is just one of our creative playmakers, we've lost. He's gone off injured. He's uh, He's done his hamstring. He's out for four weeks. Rotherham turn up and in 36 minutes they absolutely batter us. Crossing left, right and centre. Shots from every yard out possible. They get they're 2-0 up with 36 minutes gone. We get a a last minute corner in the first half which we manage like I don't know how, but we managed to scrape it in. The ball's bobbling around, it's bouncing around. It gives us a little bit of hope. Ben Whitehead pokes it in from about half a yard out. Then we work out how we're going to play this. We we got half time. we sat down with the lads with the oranges and we're working out, do we push or do we just sit? We're only one goal in this now. We could sit, we could sit, we could sit and then maybe put an attack on at the end. But on the 66th minute, that kind of decision gets taken out of my hands because we equalise. Making it two all against League One champion, a uh, League One recently relegated league, uh, Championship team, and we're flying. And again, you sat there with a dilemma, and you've probably all had this dilemma where this is such a big game. This is the biggest game ever in Cirencester Town's history, right? They've never got this far in the FA Cup. This is the biggest they've ever done. And I'm sat there going, do I push and go for the winner? Do I go for a replay and try and sit back and try and conserve that, or do I just try not to get beaten? Well, I decide to push, and I decide to attack, 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 and in the 76th minute, Sandro Costa, uh, our backup left winger that's come in for the one that got injured, adds to the goal he scored in the 67th minute, to then score in the 76th minute, and we're 3-2 up against Rotherham, and I am panicking. I don't get nervous, but I was getting fucking nervous, so... And then working out how again we do this and the amount of kind of decisions being made in this 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 just this game alone was mental. And then do we put players forward? Do we sit them back? Do we kind of just let everything go? I decide to lock it up. I take one of my strikers off and put him in the centre. I put a centre back on. I drop my wingers for inside forwards into wingers. My two DMs are already there and I've got a single striker up top. So we have an outlet. I then try and play low tempo, waste time as much as possible, all this stuff and we grind out a 3-2 win against Rotherham. We win £67,000 for winning the tie, plus 10K for the attendances, right? We're in the third round proper. We are the lowest team available, or the lowest team left. There is one team more, uh, which is just one league above us, but they're bottom of that league. We are currently top of our league, okay? We get drawn, and you'll never guess who we get drawn. This is a monster tie. We are drawn against, in the third round, this is where the championship teams come in. This is where the uh, the Premier League teams come in. We are drawn against Yeovil. <laughs> <at home>. <laughs> <laughs> Which, unfortunately, <coughs> we bad. actually go on to lose against uh, Yeovil. We didn't even sell the, sell the place out. Uh, we lost 2-0. We got a player sent off while we were pushing. We didn't really look like we wanted it. We could have got somebody cool. We could have got an amazing fixture, but we didn't. We got Yeovil at home um, so we're out of the FA Cup we're still in the FA Trophy we just beat we kind of mentioned Matt tonight we've just beat Kettering Town in the in the FA Trophy which is fantastic right so fuck you Matt um, <laughs> and we have only lost one game in the league we've drawn one we're currently 12 points clear with about 18 uh, about, what was it about 15 games to go so fingers crossed we will get promoted Um but our bank balance at the start of the season was at 3600 It's currently sat at £460,000. Holy cow. We are mm. rolling in it. The only issue that we do have is our board have now declared that they are retiring at the end of the season. Oh. I've never seen that before. Retiring. I know you get taken over, but yeah. I've never seen a my chairman say he's retiring and he's the guy that owns the football club. <laughs> I've that. So... Uh, you had that? Yeah. So yeah, I'm yeah. assuming we'll just get a takeover from You'll somewhere, You'll just
1: get a right? new guy, yeah. Basically. A new guy, yeah,
0: yeah, okay. My, In fact, Sorry. my current
1: chairman has gone part-time. So, oh, is it?
0: Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Okay. So with what you were saying earlier, Kurt, about how you've taken an older shot into these new grounds and you're not even a, a favoured person now. I've only been here two seasons, 18 months, but I've done more in 18 months than any single manager player has ever done in their history and I'm not even a favourite person now, so yeah, I feel you brother. I feel you, Chiefs. That so money yeah, sorry, gonna, that was a bit of a long one. That but, money will be huge, though. Like yeah. going
2: into the summer there now, like you, that'll accelerate things fairly quickly, I think, for you, hopefully.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've tried to accelerate as much as I can. So we've asked for training facilities after our last win. They've they've accepted that. We've they're up in our youth facilities. They've accepted that. Um, they've just signed me up to a two-year contract as well. Nice. Which is good because they're saying that I'm untouchable at the moment. But I've gone in early because it was touch and go when we didn't get promoted because they demanded that we got promoted and they weren't overly impressed when we didn't. But at the moment, we're A+, we're delighted, we're green everywhere we go. And actually, funny enough, all they want to do is reach the playoffs, which we've probably pretty much nearly already done. Um, and when you go through the kind of the five-year plan, it doesn't actually let us go any further because it says with the new board may come new, new objectives. So very interesting indeed. Um, okay, I think that has been and a monster from all four of us so should we just do the quiz and dip out yeah man yep yeah we save the okay, wonder kid so for like, next week we'll, we'll save it for when it's Joe's wonder kid Joe's anyway window window so kid, yeah. um, only fair we'll, we'll let somebody interrupt uh, and r- overwrite that so uh, I've got to hand over to Curtie for the quiz Curtie's <laughs> quiz <laughs> <laughs> if you know I you still know. haven't got no, to it's it's, it's mad it's mad Mad or Squiz? Mad or I still haven't got that I enjoyed thing
1: the uh, I enjoyed the free kick one from a couple of weeks ago good
2: That
0: good was the, still oh, che- yeah.
2: cheating
1: as well the
3: takers that was yes. the one when Joe was WhatsApping me uh. the answers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Again, Joe used so, to do that for me changed. but now he doesn't because he just says I cheat all the time but
3: I wish there Go was a while like, we must have to like there must be a time when we're going to have to start doing that and you know
0: I mean I don't know what it needs to prove, Dave. Like I can't I can't do half the quizzes. Some of the quizzes I can do. I mean that's enough to know.
2: Let's uh, see if you can handle this fun. one, shall we? It's
3: know.
2: just
0: the one you sent me earlier.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm convinced Dupe has access to my Google Drive sometimes. Um, but it's been a while. Yeah, I hope not. The pictures I do. This yeah, particular buddy. quiz um has a, it's a football manager quiz. It's been inspired by some real life events though. I've kind of found I don't know if you lads have noticed, but in the last couple of weeks all the commentators and pundits keep talking about the fastest players in the Premier League because I think it's Mickey van de Ven, yeah. the Spurs centre-back, has been clocked as the fastest uh, player in the league this season. There's also like Chidozio Bene, I think Pedro Neto's on the list. Darrow O'Shea apparently is number five Irish what? defender, however he's got there. So I decided to uh, <laughs> use football manager FM24 to see who FM thinks are the fastest players in the Premier League. So uh-huh. what I've done is I've basically found the top 10 fastest players in the Premier League according to FN24. How have I done that? I've basically taken a mix of pace and acceleration and got the combined score, basically the average score of both. Uh, and that leaves us with 10 players Come on. who are the fastest like in this. the Premier League. And what we'll do is we'll, just, we'll go around for starters. We'll go one by one to each of you to give you all a shot. And we're going to let Curty go first, seeing as he is our guest of honour. So Kurt, would you like to hazard a guess at one of the top 10 fastest players in the Premier League according to FM24?
3: Oh, Um, Premier League
1: only. Okay, uh, Mo Salah.
2: Mo Salah is correct. He is number three on my list because he has pace of 18 and acceleration 19 which gives him an 18.5 combined average. Gets Kurt a point. Let's go over to
0: Dupe. Honestly... I'm fucking struggling here because I can only think of United players and I know Rashford's quite quick but he's not actually that quick now because he doesn't ever ch- chase back. <laughs> um, oh, I will have to go for, I'm trying... Like The people I'm thinking of is like people from back in the day. No, this is current like, players. Premier Yeah, League no, I, I know. There. I know. You've just said that. <laughs> um, I will go for... Oh... Do you know what? My head just said Daniel James, but he's not in the Premier League. He's at Leeds. Great. Uh, he's at Leeds. I will go for... Oh, uh, we'll go X-Man United. Go Anthony Elanga.
2: Anthony Elanga is number four on my list with 18 nice, pace and challenge. 18 acceleration. Gives him a combined average of 18 and gets you a point.
3: David. It's <laughs> got to be Dharma Troy all right? Is he I still mean, there? If you didn't guess...
2: Adama Traore oh is number one on the list. 19 pace and 19 acceleration. I actually, he actually
0: thought he 24. wasn't in the Premier League anymore because I've not heard about him in ages, yeah, man. Still on the He's
2: been injured for ages. Fulham. So that's one point each, lads, and we're going to go back to you, Curti. Hmm.
1: Uh, I'm going to go Martinelli.
2: Martinelli is Ooh, not, not on the list. Uh, uh, not on the top ten. Not? Based on the com- combination of pace and acceleration,
0: I Duke. would have said he would have been up there. Uh, I will go for Erling Haaland. Erling Haaland is on
2: the list at number one, two, three, four, five, seven on the list with pace 17, acceleration 19, gives a, a combination of 18. Sure, sh- surely in a
3: race, who would you back? The Haaland versus Martinelli. I mean, Haaland's quite don't, don't get me wrong. In FM24, he's, yeah, he's
2: got 19 acceleration, so over the short space, uh, apparently, they think Haaland yeah. would win it. I will look up Martinelli though. while we it.
0: It's just a
3: Haaland run,
0: ha- isn't it? That's kind um, of all I thought of. Mm. I don't think I needed to
3: do the Martinelli. Maybe what 16, 17, like that, 17, 17. I'll look him up while we're uh, while we're chatting. Yeah, I'll um. I mean my next guest if it's not Martinelli I'm going to go with Osaka, Bukayo Saka.
2: Bukayo Saka is not in my top 10. Wow.
3: For the mix. See, I remember he used to be rapid as well on FM. Mm.
2: Uh we're going to come back around to
1: Curti Uh maybe a few years ago, possibly not now, but Carl Walker Kyle Walker
2: is number two
1: on the list. Wow. Pace 19,
2: acceleration 18 gives him 18.5 combined average. Gives Curtis a second point. Over to you, dupe.
0: Rasmus Hoyland.
2: Rasmus Hoyland is not in my list. I believe he wasn't far off if I remember from when I made this quiz earlier, but he's not in the top ten.
3: Um, you mentioned him earlier. I don't think he will be you mentioned him earlier Ogbene Chidoze Ogbene
2: interestingly is not in that top no. 10 I don't
3: think he would be I'll have to go some left field shouts now are there are there some the right are there some
1: real like are there some tough ones in here Mad. Uh
2: I wouldn't say they're super tough ok uh personally um, I wouldn't say they're super tough anyway. Hmm. But like I can I can give you some that clues if and when needed, you know. That means nothing after, after this round.
1: Uh let's go with um Jackson, the Chelsea
2: guy guy at Chelsea. Nicholas Jackson is yes, not in the Nicholas. top ten he was close he was in the top 20 but he's not in the top 10 Fridge. <laughs> and we're going to go to Dupe
0: Son Shall. Son Shall. is not
2: not in the list <gasps> what no place uh, for Sonny in that top 10 well,
1: that's Rapido
2: <laughs> he's a what mm. <laughs> sorry what now it's wow. rapid, <laughs> rapido! Come
0: on, let's do some. Let's, let's, why don't we work together? No, no. Right no let me have my Just last guess, and down. then we'll
3: work together. Oh. I'm going to go this, with. We're be all night. Raheem Sterling.
0: Good shout.
2: Good shout, but not good enough. He's,
0: oh my, he's God. not on the list.
2: So I can tell you that. Uh, so Martinelli does not make the list. He is down in and around after the top twenty twenty-five. He's got 17 acceleration and 16 pace, as does Raheem fun. Sterling.
3: So how many have you got mad so far?
2: So, so far, lads, you have got five. You've got the top four, which was Traore, Walker, Sala, and Ilanga. And then Halland was in seventh. There are still five others that have higher oh, who? mixes of pace and acceleration. Oh, we are working together now, what? yeah?
0: Yeah, it's just weird. It's just shout them out. It's getting done. Uh, Tarek Lamptey. Shout out. Tariq oh, love that. Lamptey.
2: Is a He's good
3: shout.
2: However... He does not make the combination list. Why? Because although he has acceleration 19, his pace is at 16 in FM 24, which brings him down.
0: Outside. Maybe, are you? The top oh, 10. Oh, oh. It's going to be a wingers or throwbacks. Oh, Anthony Gordon. Anthony Gordon. Uh, it's, good it's going to be a Newcastle player in it somewhere. Surely,
2: right? I don't make them up. It was an FM 24 thing. Uh, interestingly, Anthony Lee Gordon is not in the top 10. He oh. has acceleration 17 and pace 16. Doesn't make him in, doesn't, get Him into the top 10.
0: Could I go for keeping it like what about Ansu Fati? Ansu
2: Fati is not short and list. fat, short and fat. Chase, I don't have Ansu Fati on my list. I don't not see Rashford ones. not on there, no? is Rashford a guess? No ra- yeah, official. Yeah, Marcus Rashford is ninth on my list. Pace 18, 18 wow.
0: acceleration okay, so if he's on it, I uh, will go for Starboy, go for Garnacho as well.
2: Alejandro Garnacho, 18 pace, 18 acceleration, puts oh, him wow. in sixth place. So,
0: I'm so we've got
2: point three
0: to left. Dave Dave point did I hear? Did I hear? Oh, we're just working together. Did I hear you say Destiny and Doggy earlier? No, I didn't. No, I didn't say that. Oh. What about him? Because I know he's rapid. Destiny Udogi
2: is not showing on Poro. the Poro. What about Porro then? Oh yeah, Porro's quick. Pedro Porro. I also not seeing in my top ten list
3: boys. <laughs> hmm. hmm. It's f- Callum Wilson. Negative.
2: Um Calvert levish. Lewin. Calvert Lewin is Surely also
3: not. negative. Struggling here, Matt. Any are there any uh, from big teams that we missed out, yeah? So you've got
0: Newcastle and the big teams remaining here. Just, yeah. Two of
2: which I would well, I mean you can call the so called big six, even though that isn't as much of a thing anymore. And one Madweke. close enough. Madweke is incorrect. So Mudric? you see, say- yeah, it's gotta be
3: Mudric. Yeah, Mudrik's got to be
2: Mikhailo one. Mikhailo Mudrik, 17 pace, 18 acceleration. Wow. Yeah, Puts yeah. him <laughs> 10th shit. on my list. You, Ukraine 17. bolt. 5 average. Yeah.
0: Can I go for a couple of left fields? Just because we're here. You can. You can do it. Uh, Pelestri. Pelestri's He is rapid. Uh, and then the other one I'd go for would be Wambasaka. He's quick. Nah. He is not quick enough, I'm afraid. I'm just, sorry, Jensen, just trying to
3: think of. So, one more from what you would say is a big team? One more definitely um, from a
2: big team. Definitely from a big team. And another from a uh, high flying team.
3: High flying? Villa.
0: Villa. Villa. Who's it? Villa?
3: Ollie Watkins now?
0: Oh. Negative. What about Reese James? Is he nah. not quit when he's not injured? Yeah. Um. Negative. What John about the rad, rad, rad
3: at
1: Brentford? Mbwe, Mbwe, uh, what How do you pronounce his name? M- 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 I M- can
2: tell M- you it is not Mbwema or John Duran.
0: Is it Estupinan, whatever his name is? The other one. He's quite quick at, at Brighton. It's
2: not Estupinan. It's going to be Villa. It's is it Isaac?
0: A- Alexander Isaac. He's quick. No, not Alex And he's Newcastle. Going to be Villa. I'm just trying uh, to be a Newcastle player. He's
2: quite quick. He's 17 acceleration and 16 pace, but not making that top 10.
0: Villa. Well, so, oh, I know! I know! I bet it's Dan Asworth going down the M62. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Um, so, what sorry. we have here is we have two Matty players. Cash, Matty Cash. It is not Matty Cash. So, we have uh, one player who has pace 18 and acceleration 18. He is fifth on the list and he
3: plays for Aston Villa. Villa? Oh, um, I know who it is. DRB. Moussa Diaby Moussa Diaby
2: is correct very quick in game I don't think he's as quick in real life he is I mean, can, you you can you say off? that again uh, but there we go it was and a chat. Moussa Diaby one more player on this list of the top 10 quickest players in FM24 in the Premier League 18 pace 17 acceleration and he currently plays for the league and world champions I'm going
3: to be folding that quick I think there'll be a few be. listeners that'll know this one. Oh. Oh, Doku.
2: Jeremy Doku is the correct answer. 17.5 yes. combined average
3: between Pace well done, and acceleration
2: is number eight on the list. To finish it out. Well done, David. Well done, David. Well done, David. Thank you. And yeah, not one I of the work. fastest players who've been clocked this year uh, in real life. Feature in the top ten list in FM. Interesting
3: mm-hmm. times. Wow Very oh, sack, the, sack the researchers
0: uh, That interesting that, that brings episode number 340 To a close gentlemen You can find the links for each of us In the podcast description Or by visiting 5 com. Or Curti on Twitter Instagram Only Your hands. local golf, golf place Your local pure gym <laughs> Anywhere yeah mate Anywhere else you want to plug <laughs> Sounds uh, where well, you can find all of our latest football manager content on 5starpotential.com I think you've still got a page on there as well Kurt. I'm not sure 5star Potential is available on YouTube Spotify iTunes and most of our popular podcast apps and platforms of a brand new podcast released every single week thank you all for listening a massive thank you to Curtie and there will be more from us next week maybe Curtie, maybe not tweet him tell him you love him or hate him Take it, bye, folks. folks.
2: Goodbye, folks. Goodbye. Love you, dear, Kirby. Here's you, Kirby. I love you both.
0: Oh, uh, Joe
1: said I was a short little prick as well on the last pod. <laughs> I, <remember. laughs> I was listening, you prick. Don't click your mouse. You can